welcome to Yell at Your Fat, a lighthearted show devoted to lightening up both figuratively and literally. My name is Wendy. This is episode two of 139. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, how is everybody doing out there in seemingly never-ending uphill weight loss battle land? I hope last week went well for everybody and that you decide to keep listening to all of these Yell at Your Fat shows. This is a show about everything to do with losing weight, getting fit, getting healthy, and keeping that weight off. I'm not a licensed dietitian, nutritionist, or doctor. I'm just a girl that has lost 139 pounds by changing my brain and utilizing diet and exercise tricks to their fullest potential. I've been through this and succeeded, and I want to pass on the things I've learned to you. Fat shouldn't be something that makes you sad. It's something that should irritate you and motivate you to change. Yell at your fat. And I have a few things that I'd like to say to my fat right now. Listen! Listen, fat! I'm tired of you! Get off me! I'm tired of looking at you! So grab yourself and my dimply thighs and get out! <laughs> okay, that's just plain awesome. I can't even explain it. Um, today's episode is called Start. And you probably listened to the last show and said, well, thank you very much, nice lady, but how do I start? And the answer is you start right here, right now. In whatever clothes you're wearing and wherever you're sitting, standing, or laying at this very moment, you start this very minute. You don't wait until the end of the month or the start of the week, and you don't wait until after the big party that you already have scheduled for Saturday night. You start right flipping now. And here's my philosophy on that. I often find myself in these conversations with people about daredevil-y type things, and I've kind of turned into a little bit of an adventurer since I've lost all the weight. And so people just typically tend to ask me questions about doing crazy things, which I don't think the things I've done are crazy, but I'm doing some kind of adventurous type things. Let's just say that. Anyway, I get into these conversations with people and they ask me about skydiving or bungee jumping or things like that. And Inevitably, the person I'm talking to asks me if I'd ever do anything like that. And my first response is always like, uh, no. You know, do you know what fat chance means? <laughs> like, forget it. And, but then, you know, it's like, well, I'm not sure if I would, but I know that all I'd need to do is summon up the courage to start. And then it just wouldn't be my decision anymore. So by that, I mean that all I have to do is make a decision and have the guts to strap on the bungee cord straps and, you know, get the appropriate instructions and safety equipment, of course, and take that first step off the platform, you know, just start. That's all I'd need to do. And after that, I'd be doing it. I would have to keep my focus the entire time, of course, but getting the courage to start would be the hardest part. It's much the same with weight loss and fitness. I mean, you have to have the courage to step off that platform and have faith that you're going to be okay. I mean, otherwise, I mean, why, why do it, right? You have to have the courage to start something new and you have to have faith that you'll be able to keep going and that you're going to be okay. Does that make sense? It's like starting is the hardest thing about weight loss because there's always a reason to put it off. I can't even count how many times I've had a birthday. This always seems to happen on my birthday. I'm, I'm celebrating my birthday and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, 
you know, if I would have just started to change my ways on my last birthday, I would have made it by now. I'd, I'd be skinny by now. And it, it just seems to be that that's always the, the thing that gets me thinking is my birthday. I don't know why. It's just because it happens every year. But I mean, how many months or years have you spent saying, you know, I'll start tomorrow or I'll start next week or, you know, something like that. And for whatever reason, you just didn't have the courage or the faith or the time or anything to start back then. And I would just say to you, don't spend another birthday like I did. Don't wish you would have started down the path to health and fitness. You have the courage now. You can start today. And just start by making the choice to do things right from now on. You just make good food choices. You make time to exercise. You avoid situations that you feel are unhealthy. And you start by putting your bad habits behind you. That's all you got to do. And if you happen to be listening to this while you're on your way back from the grocery store, dang it, you should have eaten that package of Oreos in the parking lot, my friend. <laughs> Sorry, sucker. Um, that's so sad. No, I'm teasing. But seriously, you, you know, you're starting right this minute. You can't even wait until you get home. You know, people often talk about waiting for a sign, you know, to know when something's right or a sign when it's time. This is the motivational monster. It's Consider this your sign. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's really funny. Um, you know, people always want to know how I lost the 139 pounds that I lost. And I used to just say, well, I started. And, and then they'd look at me with these, you know, little puzzled faces. And then I would say, oh, I started with Jenny Craig and I finished on my own. And that seems to make sense to people. They like that. <laughs> there are certainly dozens and dozens of formulated weight loss programs out there. And I happened to just choose Jenny Craig. And I'm so thankful that I did. And I chose Jenny Craig because I felt like I didn't have any skills at weight loss whatsoever. I mean, I was doing things all wrong and not getting the right foods and not the right quantities. And I would eat too much earlier in the day this is what I would do. I would have like a huge lunch because I just love lunch. I don't know what it is, but I gotta eat lunch. And I would eat basically all of my calories for the day in the day, right then at lunch. And then I would starve myself at night trying to make up for it. This is before I started Jenny Craig. This is, you know, me trying to lose weight on my own that never worked. But I would spend the evenings starving. And um, I would always say, Oh, I'm burning fat. That that pain in my stomach must mean I'm burning fat. <laughs> so, you know, it was a mess. And Jenny Craig's program just seemed like an easy, surefire way to start. And I had known people that had lost weight using some national programs like that. So I figured if they can do it, I can do it. So um, I don't want you to think that I'm suggesting that everybody go out and start a formulated weight loss program because I know that they can be expensive and because most of the meals need to be microwaved, you know, they don't work for everyone. So I just wanted to make sure to tell you how I started so that when I refer to the early months of my weight loss journey in future episodes, like, oh, I don't know, say episode 92 <laughs> of 139, um, you'll know where I'm coming from and you'll know how I started my weight loss journey and 
that I did it by eating pre-portioned meals and following guidelines for water consumption and exercise. And that's basically the program for Jenny Craig is, is all um, measured out uh, meals, exercise guidelines, and water. So that's uh, good to know. And as a side note, if you've ever seen one of those Jenny Craig commercials, you'll know what I'm talking about. But you'll see these happy, healthy, active people and you know on the screen and then below their faces or whatever it'll say how much weight they've lost and then in fine tiny tiny print it'll always say results not typical and you know have you ever seen that i think that choosing the vegetarian plan with jenny craig gave me a leg up on that because my results really aren't typical and i truly believe that it's due in large part to the fact that i followed the vegetarian plan and omitted the fatty meats right off the bat so should you decide to try one of these pre-portioned meal programs out there, uh, I strongly encourage you to check out their vegetarian plans that they have available. Uh, you know, again, it, I'm not necessarily saying that, you know, one type of food is better than another or one way of attacking your weight loss goals are smarter than another way. I'm just going to tell you what I did. And that's what this whole show is about. Just telling you what I did, what worked for me. And hopefully following some of my suggestions will work for you. So speaking of suggestions, here's one for you. I like it a lot. for you and besides it'll last it doesn't uh, spoil for several months actually keep it on the shelf in the refrigerator I should say and uh, uh, it's called uh, soy milk and it's light in calories and vitamin fortified, fortified and uh, half the fat of silk plenty Silk's so delicious it's easy to get carried away however silk is not intended for use in Well, you never know. There's some kinkies out there. <laughs> Nine out of ten silk drinkers agree that silk tastes best nice and cold among friends on weekends and all of the above. Okay, now you know. Drink silk. Stop that rocks. <laughs> I love him. He's just a wonderful guy. Okay, I love my dad. One of the main reasons why I drink soy milk and other non-dairy milks is because dairy milk is designed to make baby cows gain weight. It's designed to do that. And cow's milk is designed to make like a 90-pound calf turn into a one-and-a-half-ton cow in less than two years. So I just decided that I really didn't want to knowingly, I mean, if I could help it, I didn't want to knowingly put anything in my body that is actually designed to make another animal gain fat. So that was my philosophy on that. And, you know, you obviously should make your own decisions about this. But all I know is that when I was a milk drinker, I weighed 328 pounds. And I have lost 139 pounds. And I 
honestly believe that cutting milk and dairy products out of my diet is a big reason why. Okay, back to the stuff that rocks. I enjoy soy milk every single solitary day as my mid-morning snack. And what I usually do is just put frozen berries, and I, and I, as you heard from a previous episode, I love blueberries, frozen blueberries. I also like strawberries, and those are my two berries of choice with smoothies. But I put them together in a blender, pour in some light soy milk, and about, I don't know, 40 seconds later, I have this wonderful, delicious treat. And it feels like I'm being really, really bad when I drink them. I mean, really bad because, and I say drink, but what I really mean is eat because I make them with lots of berries. So they're really thick and it's just like a milkshake. And I'm not kidding. I feel like I am totally cheating. And I have this daily ritual. I'm every single day I make two fruit smoothies and I get my husband and we go and we sit in the bath and drink them together. <laughs> and it, it's so funny because people will call or come to the house. And if we don't answer, you know, the phone or the door, they always tell me later, well, you know, I figured you guys were in your smoothie bath. So <laughs> it's definitely, I mean, something that everybody in my family, all my friends know about. <laughs> We should get a little sign that we stick on our front door that says, you know, in smoothie bath, <laughs> come back later. But no, it's a must do for every single day. And I absolutely suffer when I'm on vacation or something and I don't have access to my, you know, my big bathtub or my blender because it's, it's, it's something that centers me and focuses me for the day. It's like my coffee because I don't drink coffee. It's like my coffee experience. So it's a great way to start the day. And sometimes I switch things up and make peanut butter smoothies. And the only difference there is you're not dealing with anything frozen. So the day before, at least one day before, you're going to need to freeze a cup of soy milk separately in a container. And then when you want your smoothie, you just run some hot water on the outside of the soy milk container, you know, to loosen it up so that it comes out of the container when you when you want it to. And then you just add your liquid soy milk um, and add your peanut butter and maybe even a little uh, no or low sugar chocolate syrup. Oh my. I mean, it is so good. <laughs> you must seriously think you've died and gone to heaven. I'm not kidding. It's awesome. So it's really delicious. I even have, um, used to have soy milk smoothies when I was on the Jenny Craig plan because their menus would tell me to add certain amounts of fruit or fat, which would be, um, you know, acceptable fat would be uh, peanut butter. So whatever they would tell me to add, and they would also tell me to have soy milk. So I would just add everything I wanted to add all together in one shebang. And then here I'd have this wonderful concoction that completely satisfied me for hours and hours. So it's, it's really, that's the main reason why I'd even drink soy milk is for the smoothies because my life would be horrible without them. Um, but you know, there are several non-dairy milks out there. Soy milk is definitely my favorite. Specifically, uh, I buy Silk Light. It's the light version of the Silk brand, um, mainly because it's really accessible. It's, it's just right when I walk in the grocery store, my, my local grocery store, literally, it's the very first thing that I see. It's right there in front. So, but there are plenty of non-dairy milks out there, including rice milk and almond milk. Um, and, and they're just delicious on cereal and you can substitute them for anything that takes dairy milk, like baking and cooking and sauces, anything you can think of that you have to add milk to, you can add soy milk to. And this, these, uh, 
non-dairy milks have fewer calories and fat than than dairy milks and they're lactose free and they sell it in just about every grocery store out there like i said and i've even bought soy milk at convenience stores before so these things are out there folks and non-dairy milks have to be out there because i was just reading about the amount of people out there who are lactose intolerant i mean let alone being vegan or you know, wanting to cut down on cholesterol and fat and things, but just the simple fact of being lactose intolerant, you know, you can't process uh, sh sugar, you know, milk sugar, you can't digest digest the milk sugar. And it's amazing. There, I, I went to uspharmacist.com is where I got some of this information. One out of every four people living in the U.S. are lactose intolerant. 15% of white adults... 45% of Eskimos, 51% of Mexican Americans, 81% of black adults, and nearly 100% of Asian adults are lactose intolerant. So in total, 25% of American adults and 75% of the adults worldwide have lactose intolerance. So there are definitely products out there. There are definitely uh, non-dairy substitutes that you can utilize that are better for your health and they actually taste better to me I mean and I know they'll taste better to you if you give them a try and if you tried soy milk in the past and been disappointed because I remember trying soy milk one time I think I was just out of college and I was walking through a grocery store and those little, little ladies little old ladies that stand there with the little samples she's like hi honey would you like to try some um, milk it's made out of soy soybeans and i oh all right and i drank it and i was like nasty i, I honestly i hated it it was horrible it, it was it was like it tasted like kind of like dirt it was bad but i really do think that um if you haven't tried it in a while you really need to give it another go because they've made huge improvements in flavor over the past few years it's absolutely amazing and definitely in all honesty i you know a lot of them don't taste very good to me i I try one, like if I'm on vacation, I don't get my normal silk brand that I like. Um, sometimes it just doesn't taste that good, but I keep going back to light silk. So I encourage you to try a few to see which brands and types you like best. Um, but, you know, definitely for me, it's, it's silk. That's the brand that I like. And I recently talked one of my sisters into trying light vanilla silk because they have this vanilla version that tastes more creamy. It's really, really yummy. And I told her, listen to me, you know, I'm like, seriously, this stuff is delicious and it never goes bad because it seriously doesn't. I mean, I just bought some that's in my fridge right this second and it doesn't expire for two months from now. So I can leave on a trip or a vacation or something for four weeks and come back and have my smoothie the very next morning because the stuff is made from beans. Beans, people. <laughs> you can't say that about dairy milk. I mean, I know that you've all seen that nasty separation that dairy milk gets when you've left it sitting too long like you leave for a trip and you come back and all of a sudden you know your milk jug looks funny because it's really light on the bottom and dark on top or vice versa it's just nasty so I my sister did try it and that was five months ago just a little over five months ago and about two days ago I walked into her house and what did I see her eating cereal with soy milk yes <laughs> so funny so definitely just give it a try I think you'll be surprised at how 
how making simple choices like this, just switching certain products, substituting certain products for others can really make a difference in your overweight loss goals. So that's my little uh, plug for non-dairy milk. In the first episode of Yell at Your Fat, I talked about the event that occurred that made me decide to lose weight. And it was saving a stranger's life at a football game. And maybe listening to this show is your aha moment. And maybe you were meant to hear this. Maybe today is the day that you decide to start. And if you're ready to jump off that platform with a bungee cord strapped to you, and holy cow, people, please do not bungee jump. That is so flippin' scary and completely unnecessary, don't you think? I totally think that's an unnecessary risk. I don't know why anybody would do it. There are people out there that are very smart, intelligent people that are doing it every day, but honestly, I don't get it. I don't get that. But if you're ready to start the weight loss journey, then all you have to do is say, I'm starting. Just, I'm starting. And if you start, If you make that choice and that commitment to start, you will not fail. And whatever you have the courage to start is really worth something. I mean, it's important. And you don't drop important things. You just don't. Things like potatoes or stacks of paper, you drop. But babies or newborn kittens or somebody's heart during a heart transplant, you know, you don't drop those things. Those things are not droppable items, you know. Your life is that important. Your health and your weight and your fitness, those things are that important. They're very, very important. So you won't drop them. You won't. You just start and you won't fail. And, you know, if you need some extra incentive, This is the motivational monster again. I hear you are starting today. That is very, very good. You will not fail. You will not fail. (laughs) I like that. I have to interject a funny little story here. I have several sisters, and I'm sure you're probably going to hear me talking about just about everybody in my family over the course of these 139 episodes. But I have these these sisters, and they're all super sweet and helpful and wonderful women. And this one particular sister, uh, I'll call her Eileen. (laughs) That really is her name. (laughs) So I'll just call her that. I don't know why I just started laughing about that. <laughs> My eyes are watering. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. My sister Eileen. <laughs> She was helping my brother-in-law move a very, very large awkward object. And I can't even remember right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll get it together here. Okay. I don't even really remember what that thing was that they were moving. I think when I think back about this topic, you know, this incident, I always have this image of one of those tent covers that you see at flea markets. I mean, that image of one of those tents comes to mind, those big heavy poles and things. But I honestly can't be sure. But I think it was one of those. Anyway, she was helping my brother-in-law carry this object across this parking lot and it started to fall. And... Now, I know what I would do and probably what you would do. I mean, I'm carrying a tent, you know, an object of very little importance in the scheme of things, you know, 
of my life across this concrete road and it's heavy. It's very, 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 very heavy. And uh oh, I am going to drop this heavy thing. Oh no, I think I'm going to drop this heavy thing. Oh, drop. You know, there it went. I dropped it. Dang it. Oops. You know, I wish I wouldn't have dropped it, but I couldn't hold on. You know, that, that I think is what a normal person would do. <laughs> but my sister, she did not do that. And I, I honestly don't know why, but see, she thought that this object had great importance for some reason. And when it was slipping, she just held on tighter and went straight down on her arms and she broke both of her elbows. I'm pretty sure that was both of her elbows. It was both bones and both arms of something. And I'm pretty sure it was her elbows. And so the doctor had to put a cast on each of her arms. So here she is absolutely immobilized. She cannot pick up anything or literally she can't do anything with her arms with them in these casts. I know what you're thinking. She said this is going to be a funny story. That's not very funny. You know, what's Eileen going to say? But no, the funny part comes in when she had to move in with another sister while she recovered. Um, Cause she, you know, she's single. And so she didn't have anybody to take care of her. So this other sister of mine had to do everything for her. And I mean, everything. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> you have to be pretty comfortable with your sibling as you sit on the toilet and you crack the door and yell, I'm done. <laughs> And just wait for that sister to come up the stairs. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, that's so dang funny. <laughs> oh, sorry. But, you know, this is a case of not knowing when it's appropriate to drop something. I mean, had she saved one of my nephews from certain death or brain damage or something by holding on to that tent, I mean, that would have been worth it. But if I remember my right, I mean, that, that, tent broke anyway so it was a pretty pitiful situation and you know the point of this story is if something's important you won't drop it and if something doesn't matter then just let it go drop the tent don't drop the baby you know <laughs> don't let the things that don't matter get in the way of the things that do so if you just start and if you put yourself first and believe in yourself you you really won't lose sight of your weight loss goal if you start you will not fail you just won't. And I've said this before, I'm going to help you. This really will work. I will give you every detail and tip that I've got. And all you have to do is think about it and start looking at things a little differently. Whatever you've tried before didn't work. If it worked, you wouldn't have a weight problem right now. All you have to do is start. Just start. Right this minute, make the choice that you are important enough. Start by being conscious of what you're buying, what you're eating, what you're craving. You know, just start and realize that by starting to pay attention, you are making your life better. Right now, you have the ability to change your life and you're doing it just by listening to me talk. And you guys, I'd really love to hear from you. You can email me if you like and tell me your story, um, ask questions and just chit chat with me <laughs> at wendy at yellatyourfat.com. Just let me know what you think about the show. Or, and if you want, you can call me at 866-738-0945 and just press 704 as the extension and just leave a message and just yell at your fad or share your story. And I'm going to try and play, you know, play these um, little snippets 
on future episodes. So until next time, make at least one good food choice each and every day and be proud that you're making the decision to start your weight loss journey today. You are incredible. You are. You're seriously incredible. This is awesome. You really can accomplish whatever you set your mind to. I know that's a cliche. People say, you know, you can do whatever you put your mind to. You can do. It is so true. In this particular instance, this is so true. You need to listen here. Whatever you want to do, you can do. All you have to do is start. You just have to start. You can do this. Have faith in yourself and you will do this. This is Wendy for Yell at Your Fat. Thanks so much for listening.